Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into uh, our fearless beer review. We get into the uh, our vinyl pickup stuff, pickups stuff we've been listening to, uh, and uh, Jeff's uh, record store, Des- Desert Grooves Records. We rounded out with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. All the social media is at Asinine Radio. Go follow us on there, share all the posts, tell all your friends, and that's it. That's all I have for the boring intro. Let's jump right into the Fearless Beer Review. What do you got this week, Jeff? Sorry, that was that was boring. That was boring, today. right? That was boring yeah. today. Extra boring today. We have um We bought we have, um, cheap beers at Target. Because they're on sale. One was like thirty, like a thirty pack of buddies was like fucking fifteen dollars or something or ten bucks. Oof. And then one was a thirty pack of Coors, just like Coors Banquet, for like the same price. So tonight I'm having um, a Tyler Special, as they call them. I'm having a buddy, <laughs> a buddy, no lime, nothing, just straight up. Hell yeah, dude! You should have told me. I would have had a buddy too. Well, damn, I don't have any. I don't have any right now. I like to keep it, uh, keep it exciting. Ah. <sighs> I suppose. And I'm not even pouring into a glass. I'm just going to drink it straight from the can. Because I'm a man. That's what men do. Dude, that that to me is the best way to drink a Budweiser is out of a can. I feel like that's the only way to drink a Budweiser. Yeah. not You don't drink it out of a bottle. You don't. I mean, it's fine to get it on tap. But the best way, the best experience with a Budweiser is in a can. That is, a that 12 is, ounce can. That is weird. Because like I would, like pouring any other beer really into a glass is fine. And I, that's acceptable for me. But it does feel weird pouring a Budweiser into a glass. I don't like it. Right. Right, and you why. feel you feel pretty cool, like holding a Budweiser can, taking a drink out of it. I just, you I feel just like feel, a man. Yeah, right? exactly. I feel, I feel like a man. I feel, I feel like a, like a dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm drinking Budweiser, like Hank Hill, you know, hanging out with his buddies out. So I'm like, American. I'm gonna burp and fucking whatever stuff people do. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, whatever else American men do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Beat up their wives. I don't know. That's bad. That's bad. Just went dude. dark with it, didn't we? So it's I know. Okay. There you go. <laughs> for no reason. Go. For no reason. Bad boy season. Full effect. Um, stereotypes, right? Um, so uh, I have something from a local brewery. Brewery X. Uh, talk about this brewery all the time. Just down the street from me, about five minutes from my house. Huge, huge brewery. Probably the biggest brewery in Orange County. You know, you know land-wise. It's fucking huge. Um, this is a new one. I've never, oh, I saw this one for the first time this week. It is brand new. It's called, uh, keep it fresh. It has Will Smith as, as the fresh prince on there. Um, it's very, you know, bright, bright pinks and blues. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hazy IPA, uh, 7% and it's a one pint in a can. I got a six pack of this, not knowing, um, you know how it's going to taste, but like I always say, Brewery X always puts out solid stuff. And actually, I was wrong. This is a West Coast IPA. It's not a hazy IPA. Uh, uh, uh. So not even close. Not even close at all. Well, kind of, they're an IPA. It's, it is close. So I'm ready to start drinking. You? I've I've already cracked mine open. You you heard it Me earlier. Me too. Here we go. Oh boy. Oh boy. 
Yeah. <sighs> so, so, okay. So what do you think of your Budweiser? It's good. Every time I, I don't ever drink them because I always think I don't like them, but then I drink it. It's like, oh, that's not bad. Actually. It's got a little, little sweet flavor to it. So kind of softens the, the lagery blow, but I, I don't, I, I don't drink this regularly. It's fine. It's just fine. That's it's it. fine. Like I, if I'm at a bar, like I would never get this. I would just get like a like a Bud Light and then squeeze a lime into it and call it a day. Like I would just I just don't get Budweisers. So it's fine. I, <sighs> I it's like a one point seven five. It's a one point seven five. Come on, dude. A one point seven five. You're crazy. I don't drink this on the reg, so I can't I can't give it even a two. But it's good. One point nine. How about one point nine? I'll get a one point nine. No, just give it a two. Give it no, a I two out of I three. Can't give it. I can't give it a two. Give it a two because you're going to go back to it. You enjoy it. You're going to go back to it. It's a two. But if it's never on sale like that again, I will never go back to it. Or if I bring over a 12-pack, you're going to drink some of it. And that's the only thing that's left? Then yes. Oh, my God. Or if it's one forty-five in the morning and we realize that they stopped serving beer (laughs) at 2 and we take the golf cart and go over to the Quick Trip gas station to get beer at one forty-five in the morning, then yes, maybe I will get it then. Maybe, (laughs) yeah. So I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a two just for that. Um, just for that. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. So yeah, if anybody d- hasn't listened to this podcast before, we have a, a our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're going to continue continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So good. Two out of three for you. So I just I just texted you a picture of the can because I think you'd appreciate it because the the artwork on this on my my brewery experience. Really oh, cool. I like that. Cool, right? Yeah, I like that. I like the colors. Yeah, it's really cool. So I posted this on our Instagram. So anybody listening, I posted this a couple days ago, (laughs) Um, but it's probably gone by now. So uh, because yeah, we're recording this on Sunday night. Um, But anyway, yeah. So keep it fresh, Brewery X. This is good. This is good. Once again, Brewery X knocks it out of the park. This is just—it's the perfect amount of sweetness. It's not super hoppy. It's—it's—it's crisp. It's fresh. This is good. This is really, really good. So I'm stoked on this. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I have a six pack of these, uh, of these can, of this, of this beer. This is good stuff. I'm gonna give this. I'll give this a two point seven five. Two point seven five out of three. Okay. Solid, solid stuff. Okay. That's that's higher than I normally give Brewery X because. Yeah, that's this is good. I'm I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. I mean, Brewery um, X is just like it's it's a good. What at, at worst it's a it's it's like a B plus brewery like at best it's it's just a good mm-hmm. solid like A A minus, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's pretty good. Never had a bad beer. I'm not a big seltzer guy, but people say their seltzers are really good. Um, but like good yeah, anyway, what I like a good seltzer. I just I I don't like it's just like I don't like um, sparkling water. I don't like um, like Lacroix. I don't like that kind of stuff. It's it, it's a weird flavor, and that's how I feel about seltzers. It's just an odd flavor that doesn't taste normal. Okay, tastes off. I don't know. Okay, so whatever. We, we got seltzer season coming up here in Arizona. It was already fucking eighty degrees today. <laughs> Teeting up, Teeting up. Bullshit state. It's gonna go up and up and up. It'll get forty <laughs> degrees hotter than it was today. Oh God, that's crazy. That's yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Hopefully it's not too hot by the time I'm out there in a few weeks. Um, hopefully it cools down. Last time when I was out there in March last year, it was pretty cold. Pretty cold last March. So hopefully it drops down again. March is March is kind of funny. Sweating. It can either be hot, but it's not. It's not 
it it hasn't been hot enough for the pool to heat up, so the pool's still fucking freezing. So you can't even go in the pool. Our pool's a little bit bigger, and then yeah. it's just it's just like a miserable time. It's just not fun. So at least like April and May, and going into like beginning of June, the pool feels great, and like the rest of June, all of July, all of August, most of September, the pool's worthless. <laughs> it's too hot. It's too hot. It feels like taking a bath. It's disgusting. It is. Yeah, it's not Piss refreshing water. at all. Yeah, not at all. It's refreshing the moment you get in and the moment you get out. Everything else is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> You're not lying either. You're not lying. Gross. Oh man. All right. Uh, so Raul didn't leave a review for mine. Mine's too new. It was just added um, at the end of January, so just a couple weeks ago. So um, did did he leave anything for you? I I, I didn't look it up. I know. Yeah. Ha- I'm, I'm sure he has. But now okay. I, didn't, I didn't look it up. I didn't, okay, I'm that's, that's do it fine. right now, real quick. Fine. Well, well, no, it's fine. We can move on. We can move on. It's it's fine. I don't mind moving on. Now the page is taking forever to load, so there we go. Well, that's fun. Uh, you're also going to explain everything that's going on that you're yes. doing. Typing to help them in right now. Boop a doop a doop a doop. Making noises. That's that's fun too. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can move on. I don't know. It's still not loading. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's move on. Let's get into the vinyl stuff, stuff we've picked up, stuff we've been listening. Oh, <laughs> God, you are the worst. You're the worst. Oh, it's so funny. There's a long one too. This is 2012. He he it 1.7 out of five. Damn. He says, I'm gonna try. Point. I'm gonna try and write this review without getting too steamed. I find it offensive that Budweiser labels this the Great American Lager. Hell, I find it offensive that Budweiser labels this beverage as beer. <laughs> a homie of mine picked up a couple <laughs> party packs, that three tall boys apiece to you non-gangsters, of this swill, yeah. and we popped him at his pad. He calls him Bud Heavy. Oh, that's right. We had a whole conversation about mm. Bud Heavy last time. <laughs> he calls him Bud mm-hmm. Heavy because it's tougher than Bud Light or something. I call him Bud Nothing because they leave me wanting something else. Nasty beer. <laughs> Tastes like the hood of a rusted over Ford Falcon mixed with rotten GMO corn. Run away from this, my homies. Run. <laughs> I remember, I remember the butt heavy thing because uh, there was this old crusty guy that used to come into the other bar that I was bartending at at Vero's, and he always come in. He would say shot of Soco, butt heavy, and that's all he would say. He would, he would, he would walk in, put his cigarettes on the bar, say shot of uh, Soco, butt heavy, and then walk outside and smoke a cigarette. Now that's a man. That's <laughs> a man. Fucking a. Oh, he only liked Budweiser in the <laughs> bottle too. He didn't like it in the can. Oh, dude, that is that is cool. And I that hated is this cool. guy, but then I also respected him because he knew he got the same fucking thing every single time. And he worked <laughs> like a construction job, and he he really was like oh, he was yeah. always dirty. His hands just like you can tell they're just calloused over. They're black. The fingernails are like almost non-existent. But he was he, this dude was a man. Yeah, <laughs> shot of Soko, butt heavy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> The first time he did it too, I was all pissed. I was like, don't fucking like you can't say hi, bro. And then I realized, oh, it's just because he works for a living instead of bartends like a loser. <laughs> I get it because right. he's a man. Because yeah, he's, he's a, a man. man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. So good. All right. <laughs> Raul's wrong though, because see, okay, so with Budweiser, it gets a bad rap. It is actually a really good beer, but it just it has a bad connotation. People just pretend to not like it because it's it's. It's more fun to make fun of the big guys, you know, even if it's good. So, you know, he's he's mistaken. He's wrong. It's, and so are you. I you gave it a two out of three. It deserves higher, but. No, we're lucky you get to fucking two. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Like Let's it, move but on. It's old, what? too, right? Budweiser's old. So, like, we're talking is, about, like, yeah. you know, like, ooh, you like to change things. Like, Budweiser's fucking old, dude. And it hasn't been changed really much at all in its history. So, there's one thing. As far that, as we know. 
Doesn't change over a hundred years. We still got to drink that Budweiser. Should we drink oh, the, the one? So anybody listening doesn't know the story already, which we've told us several times before. We used to go to this this uh, rehearsal studio and, and jam all the time uh, years and years and years ago. And probably this was probably 2010, 2009 or 2010. We brought some beers into, into the studio and we left them in, in, in a gig bag. And it was found. We forgot about this can of Budweiser. And maybe three, four years ago, you found it. In, in your guitar case. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we have a 15 year old, probably a 15 year old beer that um, we're holding on to and we're going to drink. And what's funny is every time I go out there, we, we always say, okay, we're going to drink it. We're going to drink half of it. And we put it in the refrigerator. We, we prep ourselves, but we always pussy out yeah. every time. Which means every I fucking. pull it out of the refrigerator and then put it in like a, a storage spot. So it's been in and out of the fridge at least <laughs> once or twice a year for the past three or four years. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I think this it expired time. in 2011 or 2012 or something like that. It, it expired then. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. So that's pretty wild. <laughs> this is gonna be gross. This time water. though, I'll I'll be out there in a couple weeks, and uh, that's when we're gonna we're gonna finally try it. We can do on it. the pod. We can on do the it. pod. We gotta do. We gotta do it, man. On the pod, we gotta do it. I'm not scared. I'm scared. I'm not. I'm not afraid either. No, I'm terrified. Not afraid of anything. All right, so let's move on to uh, our vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to. That leads into the songs of the week. If you want to follow along um, with the albums, the songs that we're listening to, there's a playlist in the description of this episode. So um, go check it out, listen along. So let's get into it, Jeff. What do you got this week? Go. I picked up um, picked up some records from my store, brought some stuff home. I didn't listen to a lot of records this weekend because I, I did some day drinking and we went on the golf carts and it's just time got away from me. And then Friday night I was busy, so I didn't get home till like, 8 30 ish nine so i didn't i didn't do a lot of vinyl spins this week unfortunately but mm-hmm. dude I, I really like i'm still in like fleetwood max season i just can't i can't get over this fucking band like dude, I, I love them so much <laughs> and that walmart pressing i mean it's not, it's not just a walmart pressing it's just a, the general repress not even repress it's the first time it's ever been pressed but my my variant is the walmart one but it's the it's from the rumors tour so they got all the rumor songs and then a couple tracks from their self-titled, the white album, and then just like a couple blues stuff from the early days. And it's just, dude, it's a good fucking, it's a good sounding record. It is dynamic. It sounds amazing. They're on their game. It Like, they sound amazing. It's just, it's a fantastic record. You got to pick it up. It's like 25 bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's so I, good. I would get it. I mean, it's a greatest hits. That's what it is. It's a live greatest hits. And that's, I mean, Rumors is a greatest hits, right? When we did it on the pod, like Rumors is a fucking greatest hits album. It's unreal. It's unreal. I know. I know. So that was like kind of what I started with. And then I, I got a an original German copy of Then Play On. And it's had like a laminated sleeve. And I, that, that's my favorite Fleetwood Mac album. Fucking love it. My my German copy is a little bit beat up. It's it's not as nice as my copy that I have now. So, but like I'm just going to keep it because it's, it's an original. It looks cool and it's fun. And, and it's um, a German press. Yeah, it's Pressing. a German press. Come on. The only That's thing better cool. is, is going to be an OG UK. Like once I find that, then I'll get rid of this one. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was kind of like playing around with just, I, I wanted to listen to more blues stuff. And then I, I wanted to just get into like my blues territory of my catalogs. I don't always go back to it. I just have a lot of records. I don't go back to everything. So, and then I, I ended up with Skinner. I, I listened to Leonard Skinner just because I like, I love their first album. I think it's fucking, it's, it's a masterpiece. It's amazing. 
It's good. Yeah. And it is good. I chose Simple Man because Simple Man's a, a really, really easy song to, to jam to, but it's really fun. Everybody kind of gets to be a little squirrely. Everyone kind of gets their own thing. So, yeah, that's what I did. And then the. Um, we did we did that record on the pod, too. We did. Broke it down. We yeah. did. That we did, yes. And the last thing, the last thing I, I got and I was really excited for was somebody traded this in. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Because, I mean, it's not something I was, I was actually looking for because I know it's expensive. But once I saw it and I bought it, I was like, okay, well, this is obviously coming home to my house. And that's um, RKL or Rich Kids <laughs> and LSD. And this mm-hmm. is like their kind of the second album, um, Rock and Roll Nightmare. And this is a band that just has like a lot of people that kind of are in the scene in like the Epitaph Fat Record scene. Like Dave, Dave Ron played drums for them, right? Dave Ron from mm-hmm. Me First, Lagwagon. Joey Cape yeah. was supposed to be like the original kind of guitarist singer here. But then he ended up like not, I think he was grounded or something. Like the story goes, he was grounded by his mom. Because this is like from like the early 80s. And he was like grounded, so he couldn't like play um, in the band. And so they got somebody else. But it's also notable because like a lot of these guys died just like dead. And that, that song, know, like, nothing about this band by, by No Effects, when they say like, these two shots are for Derek. Like Derek's one of the guys oh, in the yeah. band that died. Yeah. There's another person that, uh, I think it's Jason from that same song. Jason also died. And so the No Effects wrote that song about him. But um, dude, this band's fucking amazing. They're really cool. Did you like it? Yeah, no, it was great. It was like a crossover thrash hardcore record or a song. Yeah. I mean, it's right up my alley. I like this. And then it has that early 80s hardcore feel and, and sound and production. And I love that shit. I'm a sucker for that stuff. It's, it's just so, so good. And like all of these I thought guys it was, are in the scene. I thought it was going to be a little bit thrashier when, when, after you had told me about it. But, I, but it's, still, it's still great, but in a different way. It's good stuff. This is um, stuff. this is 1987. What's cool about this record is that it originally came with a comic book, and they drew the comic book. They wrote all the lyrics, and so the comic that's book cool. follows the lyrics of the album. So whatever they're singing about on record, that's what the comic book characters are speaking. And so it's like a story that goes with the album, like a, like a conceptual thing. But finding mm-hmm. the comic book in the record is like you, as you can imagine, it's fucking impossible. And this thing is oh, like yeah, intact. Sure. It's fucking this whole thing is just like mint. This dude took super good care of this, and I was I was really excited to see the comic book. And the like this bunch of fucking kids are like twenty years old, right? And they that's like drew a comic book for twenty years old. It's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. That's bunch really of punks. Cool. So good. <laughs> Where are they from? Are they L.A.? They're from so they're from like um, not Oxnard, but somewhere up there. Oh, okay, I can't remember the Ventura. exact city, but they're part of like the whole like Nardcore scene that that came yeah, out of the oxnard yeah. area okay okay like some like burb of, of santa barbara okay very cool very cool yeah check it out it's fun it's good it's um, fun and good that's it fun check it out listen to the listen to the playlist um okay so i got three things here so i'm purging a bunch of records i've counted it up i have 66 records i'm so purging much. yeah it's a lot um so these are three. Uh, I listened to all three of these records just to double check that or make sure that I want to get rid of them. Not to say that these are bad records. It's just I'm never going to really go back to them. So they're they're, they're gone um, or they're going to be gone. So the first one comes from a band called Anywhere. This is kind of like a, like an indie super group. Uh, Cedric from the Mars Volta was in this group. Uh, he sang and I believe he played drums in this as well. Uh, or at least on this record, I think he only did like two or three songs. On the first record, he was way more involved. And the first record, honestly, is way better. So this is Anywhere 2. This one came out in 2018. It's only ever been pressed once. 
it's on like a like a blue kind of translucent um variant color and like i said it's a cool record but you know it's i don't know i'm never gonna go back to it on vinyl ever ever gonna go back to it on vinyl uh this is one this is like an early pickup when we first started collecting so and i got it i think i don't remember i got it for fairly cheap and um yeah i don't know it's no, it's kidding. gone. It's gonna be gone. Uh, see, well, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? Very surprised. All right, here you go. Uh, this next one comes from the Beastie Boys. I know people are like, "Oh my god, Beastie Boys, you get," which they are. Um, this one is uh is the um oh my god, what is the name of this fucking record? Some old bullshit. Some old bullshit. Yeah. So this is uh essentially a compilation of all their early music when they were a punk band. Uh, and it's, it's just straightforward punk music, hardcore punk music. It's not bad by any means, but it's definitely not the best hardcore music. Uh, and it's not indicative of what they sound like as, as you know them as the actual Beastie Boys. And, um, it's not bad at all, but I'm just never, I'm never going to really go back to this. This is only ever, uh, really pressed once. I was for record store day, I think in 2021, I think that's when it was maybe 2020. I don't remember now. But I got it, got it then, and I maybe listened to it once or now twice since then. And once again, I'm never gonna go back to this. And I know you agree with me on this. It's cool. I already purged mine. I purged mine long ago. Yeah, I figured you did. So, yeah, I'm getting rid of that one. And then the last one, um, I know you and I have talked about this. Maybe not on the pod, but we we have talked about this. Is a uh, live and rare from uh, Rage Against the Machine. Another compilation of some live tracks, just what it says, live tracks, rare songs, some demos. Um, it's a cool collection of songs. There's a couple songs that are kind of iffy, which we actually talk about on our, on our other podcast, Rage Against the Pod. But um, yeah, it's not bad, but I mean, outside of like three songs that are not on anything else, I, it's not worth keeping. I'm, I never go back to this one. And I just, I have no regrets getting rid of, of getting rid of this one. This is also a record store day release, I believe in 2022. And yeah, the only time it's ever been pressed, ever really officially released, or maybe there was maybe in the late nineties too. I don't remember, but, um, yeah, live and rare from Rage Against the Machine getting, getting rid of this one too. So it's just, it's, it's not, it's not good enough. It's just not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I mean, you got the four records. That's all you really need. Maybe, maybe one of the live records like, like live from Mexico city, but even then they don't really do anything different live that you don't already hear on the record. So yeah, exactly. I mean, what's, what's the point? Really, this is not a band that has like a lot of songs that are like skippable. So you don't really need exactly. a live record as a greatest hits because every one of the records is pretty fucking through and through badass. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 I get it. So that's all I got. Um, I have many more I'm purging, um, but I'm still going through them. I'm, I'm doing for most of them. I'm doing like a double, an, an extra listen just to make sure I want to purge them uh, before I head out to your place in Arizona. But um, yeah, I'll be doing, talking about a, f- a few more. What I was doing for a while was was I would do um, I would just, I would do side one if I can get through side one. I was like, nah, dude. Like there was not enough there for me to even listen to side two. Then I would just it would, I would just turn it off. I would even listen to side two because I already listened to it once. Too. But like if you can get through side two, like oh that was pretty good side one. Let me see if side two is also good, right? So that's kind of like you don't have to waste all your time going through a whole record you don't really like that much. That's what I've been doing, but the way I look at it is, you know, by the end of side one, you have a pretty good gist of what side B is going to sound like. I mean, it's it's rare when side B is is way worse than side A. 
I mean, yeah, it happens with like Boston and, and Rush sometimes. Like it does happen, but overall, majority of the time, it's going to be the same sound, same kind of record on each side. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I've just been doing side A's on stuff. But uh, yeah, purging, purging a lot of stuff. So I'm excited. My, my collection looks nice, man. It looks nice right now. There's Lead a lot of me, open baby. areas. A lot of open areas. So I'm able to flip through the records a lot easier now. You got some, you so. got some goodies waiting for you too. I do. I have some great stuff waiting for me. Oh, and also, because I, I, I'm um, I'm also getting rid of some soundtracks. So I have a bunch of James Bond soundtracks, um, like all the pretty much all the Connery movies except for Dr. No. It's the only one I don't have. Um, and I thought, you know, I'll purge them, but they don't really go for anything. So I just decided to buy some like frames for them. I'm just going to hang them up on the wall because it's super cool artwork. I already have my, my, my giant James Bond. I have two giant James Bond posters in my office. So I'm just going to put these up there as well. So it'll add to the whole theme of my office, and uh, yeah, the artwork looks fucking cool. And I sent you, I sent you a video yeah. of them too. Looks super sick. I mean, that's the beauty so. of this of this hobby is that this stuff doubles as art. You put them on a wall, and that yeah. is art. Yeah, especially since I'm not going to get anything for them. Why not? Yeah, they're like five dollar records. <clears throat> yeah, they're they're not really worth anything. Although I do have a live and let die that comes with like a really cool booklet. I'm not putting that up on my wall, so I might just purge that one. But I don't know if that, I, I doubt it's worth anything. But it's still kind of cool that has that booklet. Um, it's a good song, though. Good theme. The best theme. That's a good song. That is a really good song. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best James Bond theme. That fucking that. <laughs> it just like instills panic and fear. I know. It's so good. It's so good. All right, so let's uh, let's move on to some uh, new music and other happenings in the music world. Uh, a new album from a band that we've talked about here and there. Um, they're not super famous, um, you know, by themselves, but it's it's the band Austrian Death Machine. They put out an album, a new album called Quad Brutal. Um, this is Tim, the singer from As I Lay Dying, with some other people from other parts of the scene, and um, it's what you'd expect. It's very it's Arnold Schwarzenegger inspired, um, very uh, uh, you know, very much about working out and just being super heavy and it's really fucking heavy metal music it's we, rad we, we just talked about them last week did we yeah i don't know i don't know remember why we brought them up but we did bring them up bring them up oh okay all right so that was weird yeah it is yeah that is that's a weird coincidence but but anyway yeah they put out their new record this week um like i said quad brutal go check it out there's a they they do the vinyl still available if you're interested you can go buy it i think it's like 20 bucks um so yeah check it out and uh some 41 put out a new song called waiting on a twist of fate it's coming off their, their last their new or their upcoming record which is going to be their last record called heaven and hell and um it's good it's fine what do you think of it compared to the other stuff they've already put out like this is way better like this is this yeah a better return to form this is a better more mature sounding some 41 but it's like on its own eh, it's whatever's Front so of the mill. after hearing this new song, I feel, uh, so this is one of three songs that have been released from the new record. I feel like this is like almost like AI. Like it just sounds like it's very cookie cutter. It doesn't sound, it sounds too, it sounds too perfect. Like it doesn't sound like it's about to fall apart. Like when you listen to Chuck, which is like their most metal record, it always sounds like it's about to fall apart, but it never does. Um, it just, it sounds too good. It sounds too slick. And it just, like, it hits all the right points, but nothing about this is memorable. I don't remember the riff. 
I don't remember the melody. I don't remember any cool drum parts or drum fills, nothing like that. I mean, like it's, it's, it's cool it's when you're fair. listening, but that's about it. We, we definitely don't have as much time with this and, and we're already like, we don't really care about it as much anyway. And trickling songs out like this is always going to be difficult for an artist yeah. because we're just going to shit all over pretty much anything. Cause the like, context is everything, right? Sequencing has a lot to do with music. It's yeah. like, I feel like no matter what, they're kind of in a losing battle when we dissect things, but you're right. Like there's no like aggressive melody here. There's no like really cool parts to this that I remember, but like final judgment will always reserve for the final record. But so far, I'm just, I'm underwhelmed. Yeah. This was like, better, I, but I'm still underwhelmed. At this point, I, I'm kind of already, I have a bias and I'm viewing the new record as I do um, like the last Offspring record, Let the Bad Times Roll, where it sounds like the Offspring, but it's, it's, there's something different and there's something off about it. That's how I feel about these songs. And I feel like that's how this new Sum 41 record is going to sound. It's going to sound like them, yes. But there's going to be something off that I can't quite put my finger on. It just—it's generic, yeah. generic Sum Forty One. It's weird. It's really, really weird. So, uh, a new song was released from Lincoln Park. So uh, this one is called "Friendly Fire," and this is uh, this is uh, was a B side from their last record. Was it "Chasing Light"? What was their last record? I don't remember. I don't remember. But that record sucked. Uh, and this song sucks. This song really fucking sucks. I, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> blast like Lincoln's got Chester dude, on there. I, I don't give a fuck if it has Chester. I mean, oh, yeah. you and I would agree that Lincoln Park is 30% great and 70% okay to bad. Like really, most of their music is not that great. It's really not. I agree. But the stuff that's great is fucking amazing. But they're just they're not. They're for plain old people who who don't like metal. That's what they are. They're for people who don't like metal music. I mean, it's it's true. Which is fine. Which is totally fine. But Chester was great. I mean, he was a, an amazing vocalist, amazing, amazing singer. But that doesn't make up for bad songs. That's just the way she goes. This song is very so, much like later era Linkin Park, though. And people are going to love this yeah. shit. And they're going to love it even more because it has Chester on it. But it is kind of cool. I think they're releasing like a greatest hits thing. And this will be like, are, like yeah. a new song on that greatest hits thing. I think that's cool. If you love this band, I think that's that's rad. You can hear a new song from somebody who died, was like seven years ago now. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Like I think that's cool. That's 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 rad for fans. Um, I am not I am not that type of fan for this band. No, <laughs> no. I just I don't. And yes, we have listened to every Linkin Park record. We did Linkin Park on the podcast. I have two on we the love Hybrid Theory. Yeah, and I mean I have one, but I want another one. Which one do you want? I don't. The Hunting Party. Oh. What do you have? One more light, or is that the new record or the last record they did? One more light. Is it? Was it Chasing Light or One More Light? What is it called? I think it was One More Light. I think Chasing Light is is a Jimmy World a Jimmy World album. Is that the Jimmy World album that has your favorite song on it, or the one you pretend like is like the fucking best song that they ever know. done? Is that is that album? I don't even. I can't even think right now. I don't know. No, I have I have a Hybrid Theory and, and and a Thousand Suns. That's right. A thousand. I got my Thousand Suns from you. Yeah, yeah, I got it from that that crazy fucking lot from the Dude, guy who worked fuck. at Sumerian Records. I still I I listen to a thousand suns more than I do Hybrid Theory. Really? Yeah, I love that. I mean, record. it's a fine record. It, it's fine, but come on, man, it's nowhere near as good as Hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory is just nostalgic. So I think There's like I, I know I know what I'm getting with Hybrid Theory, but like realistically, Hybrid Theory is goofy. It is very goofy. <laughs> it is very. <laughs> 
it like took the it almost it's almost like hybrid theory took the worst parts of like limp biscuit and new metal and corn and put put it into the into that into that album they like kind of yeah like hybrid theory yeah took the worst parts of those and then tried to make a serious band out of it whereas like limp biscuit and corn <laughs> never took themselves seriously where like apart yeah. took themselves very seriously they were they were not self-aware whatsoever damn yeah. dude, you, don't, you just don't fuck with some of these songs though i know huh. i know i agree <laughs> good stuff good band sometimes um but anyway friendly fire go check it out and uh frank turner this guy gets a lot of a lot of praise from from the punkers and stuff um and i did listen to a couple i have listened to several of his records i don't really care for his acoustic stuff he's put out more like a couple punk more punk influenced records and those are pretty cool and this new song girl from the record shop is kind of in that more punk vein and i thought it was cool it was like a pop punk kind of tune i I thought it was kind of cool though what'd you think i don't get this guy either i just ever since um i think it was like several years ago where when him and no effects did that like west coast versus almost english thing that's yeah that split thing like ever since then i've i've listened to more of him and i just i don't i don't like it i just don't like it like i get the folk punk thing but i just don't think it's i think it's fine that's it it's just fine yeah it's fine it's not bad it's not bad it's not good yeah that's true that's true all right and then the last thing here comes from this new band called ls dunes um we've talked about them before this is kind of a, a super group um you know it's a singer from circuit survive Seosin, anthony green um with a guitarist from coheed uh two of the guys from are the bassist and drummer from thursday are in this band and um their music they put out has been pretty cool um this song is called how dare you and uh I, I enjoyed it. I don't think I'm ever going to go back to the album too much or this this song that much, but it was cool. It was a cool listen. I mean, right? it was fine. And and then I, I forgot that this band already released a record like last yeah. year, and I never go back to it. I don't remember like if it was good or not. And I remember like how much how much hype there was behind it. You love hype, and I just I, I've never mm-hmm. gone back to it. So I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. Maybe I will go back to it this week. I kind of view it like circus survive records like when you first hear them they're good but you just never you never go back to most of them well you you, you shouldn't go back to any of them except for just one that's all you really need <laughs> well i mean yeah we know that now since we did circa on the pod but, but some of those records you know, prior are, to are that brutal yeah they're, they're pretty rough, pretty the, rough only, the only other one that was even like like tolerable was on letting go that, that was the yeah, only the other record that i thought was even like tolerable everything else was just dude this is dumb it's just boring there's no reason for it just dumb no yeah. reason for it so yeah, go check it out, LS Dunes, if you're interested, if you like that kind of stuff. Um, real quick, just to talk about it, No Values Festival was announced here in California on June 8th. It's the punk rock, you know, pretty awesome fucking festival that's going on in Pomona, California. Um, OG Misfits or, or classic Misfits lineup are going to be there. Uh, was it Iggy Pop, Social D, you know, Vandals, Aquabats, Fear, you know, just... Yeah, Black Flag, like all the the classic punk hardcore bands are going to be playing this festival. So it's cool. I mean, you and I likely are not going to go. We talked about before the pod, but it's still something to bring up and um, pretty cool. If if you've never seen a lot of these bands, which we've seen a lot of these bands, um, you know, go check it out. Pomona, if you live in California or Southern California. It's definitely a cool way to see a lot of these bands that are getting old and are they going to die or stop touring soon? So you can just get them all done in one swoop, like done. Call it. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like descendants, circle jerks, and adolescence. We can get that done in one, one night. Done. One night. That's going to be fun next month. That's yes. going to be fun. Anybody out there who lives in Arizona wants to meet up at the show, we're going to see this, those those three bands. At, what, the Nile? Wait, no. Which, the Marquee. What venue? The Marquee in Arizona. Cool name for a venue. Shitty venue. Shitty. I haven't been there. I've only been to the Nile. Nile's even shittier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have something to look forward to. It's better than the Nile, but not much. Yeah, the Nile is, fuck, man. That is a bad venue. That is just... That's a bad venue, yeah, like, by choice. Like, it chooses to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. Yeah, the place sucks. But anyway, uh, do you have anything else? We good? Uh, no, that's that's uh, that's it. That's all. All right, perfect. So, yeah, we're going to get into Sad Boy season. I'm going to start that. Uh, thank you all for listening. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Tell your friends. And that's it. That's all.